This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now back on the fan crowd, Tom, get hit with the top story. Obviously, that pertains to the Super Bowl and specifically the way it ended. Now, you have a choice. You defer and you allow the opposing team to strike first, but you also gain the advantage by knowing exactly what you need to do based on what the team does that you deferred to. Uh, you can take it, and then in theory, you can... Um, you know, have a final third crack, which is what Shanahan said post game. And he was kind of relying on that, like, all right, we'll do this, and they'll they'll match, and then boom, based on what we anticipate, we'll get the ball and we'll get we'll we'll win it, or at least percentage to say based on the analytics. They said they conferred. Okay, I'm fine with what Shanahan did because I and I understand the pushback. I and I could quite frankly convince myself that that's the right move. Like it could be one of these 51, 49 percent things, but. The bottom line for me is I'm not going to further empower an all-time great by giving him a chance to step on me first. I'm going to try to get them on their heels. I'm trying. Now, your point about going for the field goal, not the touchdown, that's 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 Well, a that's one. a DA. That's my only There's no right. doubt. Uh, to me, there's great appeal in having a GOAT kind of sit there and say, oof, I didn't think they were going to do that. Now I have no margin for error. And maybe not Mahomes, but somebody around him gets tight, balls on the turf, you get a bad call, whatever it might be, I get the criticism. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I I think you got to take the ball there. I mean, people are second-guessing and thinking of it one-dimensional. Oh, how could you not want to have the ball and you could go for it on fourth down? It's an advantage. No, it's not. You're down. You're down in the game. It's not an advantage. Any mistake that the Chiefs would have made on that final drive would have cost them the game. End of story. Fumble, interception, not converting a first down on fourth down. That's it. Game over. Niners win, even with the field goal. So I'd rather put the pressure on the opponent, take the ball first, and go score, and where you don't have to be perfect on offense. Yeah, maybe you don't take as many risks, but you still have the opportunity to get up. My issue with Shanahan, and I had the same issue with Sean McDermott, When the Bills play the Chiefs, you settle for field goals against Mahomes, you're going to lose. You might lose anyway if you get the touchdown. You might as well go for it. 
fourth and four on the nine on the Kansas City nine in overtime, you're settling for three right there. That is a death sentence against Patrick Mahomes. You go for it. Same thing with McDermott with Bass. You 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 can't tie the game in that spot and say, okay, well, we got you know 90 seconds of Mahomes. What do you think is going to happen? He's going to get in a field goal range. They're going to beat you. And in this particular case, even with the field goal, the Chiefs knew worst case they had to get in field goal range and a touchdown wins it. And Mahomes goes right down the field and they score a touchdown. You have to, if you're Shanahan, be aggressive there. I don't like getting reckless. I'm conservative. Mahomes is on the other side. He's getting the ball one way or another. It's fourth and four from the nine. Go for it. To me, that was the mistake, not the decision to receive the ball in overtime. And if you guys missed it, Andy Reid said he was going to defer. He said, but he also understood the other the other side of it, and he you know, certainly was wasn't going to criticize uh, Shanahan. Sorry, BT. There this was are... one thing that I saw on, I wish I could find that. I think it was ESPN Instagram, and they had quotes from two Chiefs players, and, or two Niners players. Here, I'm going to read it to you now. I found it. This is ESPN and SportsCenter, I think, uh, their account. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk. You know what? Didn't even realize the playoff rules were different in overtime. I assume you just want the ball to score a touchdown and win. I guess that's not the case. I don't totally know the strategy there. We hadn't talked about it. Arik mm. uh, Armstead. Uh, didn't even know about the new playoff rule in overtime. So it was a surprise to me. They put it on the scoreboard. Everyone's like, oh, so you even you could even if you score, they still have, they still have a chance? That was two Niners. Chiefs, Justin yeah. Reed. Yeah. We talked about it all year. We talked about it in training camp, about how the rules were different in regular season versus the playoffs. Every week of the playoffs, we talked about the overtime. Rules. That that is amazing. That, That's just it, two, that is amazing. Two Niners, one Chiefs. But well, I would think that if who's the chief who said that? Uh, who uh, said that Justin was? Reed. Okay, yeah. yeah. So if he knows, the entire team knows. You would think, and it's been drilled in since they probably you know, even maybe during OTAs, at least on a on a rudimentary level, and that it was part of their preparation, and more and more as the year went on, and certainly with a point of emphasis that it's different in the playoffs than the regular season, whereas uh, you got prominent 49er players walk around saying, I didn't even know what the heck was going on. Tells you all you need to know. Yeah, that's that's a, and that's obviously not a, a good look for Kyle Shanahan. It's a terrible look. But I, I don't think that taking the ball in overtime where both teams get an opportunity to no. possess it and go up first is the wrong move. I'm not getting on him for that, all but right. you've got to. I mean, your players are saying... In the biggest game of our lives, we didn't know that the rule changed. Yeah. That's awful. This this is that's one bad. dude, Shannon. Imagine Belichick doing that. I mean, that's no, the thing. We never, don't look at Andy Reid like Belichick, and we shouldn't. Offense, defense, I understand that. But, like, the minutia, we always credit Belichick, and rightfully so, for knowing the rule book inside and out and pouncing on things quicker and more effectively than all of his peers. Well, Andy Reid doesn't come across Necessarily like that, but he's kind of like that. And and Shanahan now, dude, has to wear another, uh, another brutal. Like you could just see it on his face after I felt so bad for. I hate the Niners, and I don't even love Shanahan necessarily. I think he's a great coach, yeah. but I actually felt so bad for him. That is a demoralizing loss again. Dude, you just go back to the hotel room and you pound the the biggest bottle of whatever your choice, and so you just get hammered. That's it. And you wake up and you sleep till two o'clock the next day, and you just start your life again. That's all you can do, honestly. Add back to the drawing Stuff. board. Yeah. And it's such a long way to get oh there. Oh, my think That's about, the thing. Uh, think about, and the thing about football that's so unfree. I know with Edward, like Diaz's injury last year, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other sports, but, man, you know, football, like, 
All right, week one, Tom Brady, boom, knee gets shattered. Week one, 99, boom, Vinny's Achilles shrivels up like a lampshade. Rodgers. Like every Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I was getting there, obviously. Rodgers, four snaps in, boom, done. All the work, all the reps, the time in the gym, the film, one little thing changes on a dime. Oh, it's tough, man. You man. get there. You got to capitalize. You don't know when you're getting back. And he got don't... back. He got back. This is the second time back. Oh. I'd still take him in a heartbeat. Yeah. But, boy, it's, he's going to have to wear it. All right. 877-337-6666. It's uh, 12.08 on the fan Monday after the Super Bowl. It is BT and Sal. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata. Let's get back to you. Bobby's in Highlands, New Jersey. Bob, what's happening, buddy? Yeah, how you guys doing? All right. I, I just, I just want to say what Sal was just saying really – Makes a lot of sense when you're saying about the fourth and nine, fourth down at the nine. But fourth and four wonder from how the nine. Different, yeah, I just wonder how different it would have been if they didn't call the defensive holding call when it was like third and fourteen. If they punt the ball and to the Chiefs, Chiefs get the ball and get the thirty, go right down, kick a field goal, win the game. Everybody'd be saying that then you should def- defer. The only reason why it's becoming like a even argument is because they did go down and get to the nine, and did kick the field goal. Well, why would they be saying, why, yeah, but, but you can't, first of all, you can't make the decision based on the results. You make the decision no, but, going right, in. But, but, going... but everybody's, right, but the discussion today is is based on the result. Right. You're basing it that the Niners did go down, kick a field goal. If the Niners go three and out to start that overtime with the new overtime rule, and the Chiefs get the ball, go right down, kick a field goal, win, everybody's going to say, why do you defer? Well, people are knocking them anyway. People are knocking them anyway for that. People are saying you no, should I, defer. I, no, I, I realize that. The biggest problem is is when you don't defer, you're playing three downs to four. You're playing regular football rules when you take the, Correct. the ball first. You don't, you don't you have to. Second, you have four downs. You don't have There's to. No Nobody says you have well, to. Well, you're not going to go – Third and fourth and fourteen from your own. Why not twenty three? Well, fourth and fourth, do that? fourth and fourteen's extreme. Kansas City didn't well, go well, fourth and fourteen either. If they didn't have the defensive. No, no, yeah, ball. they. Well, uh, no, they're not. They're going to punt the ball away. But fourth and two, nobody saying you I'm can't saying. go for it. Nobody told so, Kyle Shanahan he had to kick a field no, goal no, fourth I, and four. No, I, I no, I agree with you on that. I, I'm that just saying, like, you, you, you don't. But, no, but you're saying, and other people are saying, well, you play more freely and you go for it on fourth down if you possess the ball second. Well, you could do that if you wanted to first. You, you can that, do it. You can do it to a point. You can do it to maybe when you get past. It's still, yeah, but it's still a football it game. Midfield. It's still a football game. Okay. It's still a football no. game. There are two sides. Yeah, I know, to but it. you're not. You're not going to go if it's fourth and eleven at your own twenty-seven. You're not. You're not going to. You're going to punt. Where it's fourth and eleven. Would you? Here's the bottom line, Bob. Let's just try to end it with this one. If you would rather have any scenario possible in overtime, would you rather be up seven nothing or with the ball down seven nothing? What would be your best case scenario? Definitely up seven. Definitely up seven. Then that's why you take the ball first. Because you don't. No, no. Because you don't. don't, No, no. You don't. And thank you for the call. You don't have the chance to be up seven nothing if you don't take the ball first. That's it. End of story. Mm-hmm. The best case scenario in any way you slice it in overtime is to be up seven nothing. You can't be up seven nothing if you don't if you're play the ball defense. Mm hmm. And now you can win the game defensively, but like now there, there's the subtext within the decision, and you're you criticize him going for right. the field goal, but not taking the ball. Well, because that's just to me asinine. Now you're playing ultra conservative. Dude, I'm not. It wasn't a 55 yard field goal. They're on the nine yard line. It's fourth and four. What do you do? 
Like, even if you don't get it there, they have to drop the length of the field to score a field goal to mm-hmm. beat you. Okay? Well, you know what? At that point, I'm saying my ch- my best chance is to score seven because I know 15 is going to likely do the same. Yeah. So this is my shot. I'm not settling for three and then having you come down the field where, worst case, you're going to tie it and we do this thing again. Did you really think the Chiefs weren't going to kick a field goal at least? Yeah, no, they were going to move right down, like a, a knife through butter. That's one of the things. I mean, you got it's just, it's just, these teams go down the field so easy. I know. That is. I said that earlier. And not even in overtime, but like when the clock really matters, and, you know, you've got 75 yards to go, and it's first and 10 from your own 25. You start, you're down three. I mean, unless you've got a complete scrub. Like, 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 like the Jets yeah. have you know. I mean, you, you're going to get the requisite yeah. yards to give your kicker a chance. It's crazy. Um, you know, I, I don't know the answer to this. I'd love to be able for somebody to quantify this. They never will. But, you know, you talk about pressure, right? The pressure internally and how it manifests itself with an athlete, right? And over the years, like, you know, golfers missing big putts or free throws or remember Nick Anderson with the magic back of the day. Yeah, missed those yeah two free, free throws, throws had a free throw issue. I, yeah. He was a good free throw shooter. Right. He just choked. He got a little tight. So when you start to process things the and it goes in the wrong direction, the mind, the mind completely takes over. And you've got to be able to control your breathing and, you know, stay in the moment. I know how it affects players. I wonder how it affects coaches. Like, as Shanahan's going through this, you think he really forgets basic stuff? Like, do you think he's just not thinking clearly? I hope not. Or he truly believes that everything that he did was 1,000% drawn up, gone over, analytically punctuated the right move. I didn't hear him. I'm sure he talked about it after the game. I did not hear or see him uh, discuss the field goal. A lot of the talk, like you said, has been about just deferring or not. But the field goal there, that to me is the biggest issue. And all I can tell you is from a Chiefs fan's perspective, as I'm watching that game rooting for the Chiefs, as much as you have confidence in Mahomes, knowing the fragility of the situation that any misstep, Mm. you don't convert fourth down, you throw a pick, the idiot fumbles a football, like whatever, like holding, any, yeah, whatever. Any you like, you get behind the chain, right? Like, you're, you're screwed. That's yep. it. Game yep. over. Yeah, that was not a comfortable feeling. I agree. Unless so, you're superhuman and you're the man and you make it comfortable. So right. So <laughs> which is he, what he does. He's the outlier. Yeah. Shanahan made the right decision. Had to be more aggressive because of the outlier. It didn't work out even in his case because of the outlier. But the reality is. You'd rather go up, put the pressure on them to score points, which shouldn't be that easy. But Mahomes, of course, with him, you're talking about the greatest of all time. He is. He's the one. 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the fan. It's out of our Town Fair Tire studio. Uh, friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Quick question for you before we get back to these calls. Very yeah. quick here, Sal. So, you know, you talk about the way some of these playoff games have ended over the years, like Bills fans, and, you know, we've kicked it around. Would you rather almost go through a season where there's no real intrigue, which which sucks, but you don't get your heart busted at the end of, you know, a, a four-month investment? Forget about the season. Just quickly last night, if you're a fan of a team, the Jets, the Browns, we know the teams on the mm-hmm. short list that haven't done it in our lifetime, right? The Lions. Yeah. Would you rather get stamped out, stomped from the beginning, and just like, all right, but we made it. 
you know, I'm losing 27-3 and slowly condition yourself as the night goes on, I ain't winning, or losing overtime. Okay, so I, I, I could if 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 the Jets ever lose the Super Bowl in overtime, it, it's I'm, that's it. I, I'm I'm out. So I actually I'm finished. This is a rare like being a Falcon fan. I could actually speak to both of these. The first time I ever tasted it, '98, Falcons get to the Super Bowl, they get routed. Yeah, that shows Jamal's team. That yeah. was obviously devastating. The dirty birds. Yeah, obviously devastating. But all right, they lost the Super Bowl, crushed whatever. Then to have what happened in Super Bowl Fifty One, that one was gut-wrenching. Like, you never get over that. Yeah. So, to answer the question, I if I'm going to lose, yeah. I'd rather get routed. The, so other one, the other one hurts too much. Yeah, I, I figured you'd say that. Kevin's down at Ocean City, New Jersey. BT and Sound on the fan. What up, Kev? Hey, hey how, how y'all doing? Thanks up, for my call. You got it, I buddy. got two things. I got two things. Okay. First of all, I'm thinking, I'm, you know, I'm a Jets fan. And I'm thinking all those times when they were pursuing Mahomes and they just miss him, we don't just miss him. Our pursuit don't miss people like that. We did, we did put him down. And as far as Kelsey's situation, it comes back to that Marshawn Green thing in, in Golden State when he was out. Um, and they asked one of the other players in the league, when Marshawn goes off on his tirade and hits somebody or something, the player said he knows who to do this with and who not to do this with. He doesn't do this at random because certain people you don't do that with. And if, and if Andy Reid had the right people around him, Kelsey wouldn't have done that because one of those people around him would have knocked him on his ass. <laughs> I love it, Kelsey. Somebody, you're right. Somebody should have. Somebody right. else. He's, if he it's he not on Reed, it's a he great point. It. It's a great point, Kevin. Somebody else should have stepped in and gotten Kelsey right. the hell away from. Because all the all the coaches have these big people around them, former players and everything. You don't let that happen. You know, Kev. The, it, only, Kev, it, Kev, the only thing that I would say, and I don't disagree, but because we've never seen this before, that doesn't mean it's never happened in practice. I, I don't know, but. We've never seen from Kelsey just from Kelsey okay. specifically with Andy Reid. I don't think anybody was on alert. Like, and when you're not on alert and you're not on some level prepared to deal with that, you, you might get caught off guard and not do what you would, what you probably should do, meaning intervene. Well, I and did, stop it. it. It was even it was shocking. To I me, know. Was, well, that's what I'm saying. I know. And when you're shocked, do you or ju- people? I think more, Reed was shocked. Uh, he was. You could see it. But think about this. It goes back to the old fight or flight thing. When you're shocked or afraid, whatever it might be, and it's such a random, rare occurrence, you either take flight and you bolt, you know, either mentally or physically, or you fight. I think if you're more, if it's something you see more frequently, you probably have more of a natural reaction. I think it was so foreign to everybody on the Chiefs. That everybody was confused. And the way, though, Kelsey did it, he got in his face. That was terrible, dude. Dude, he got in his face and, like, yelled aggressively. Andy Reid almost fell. He was an inch away from being on the ground. God forbid. That would have been, I don't know, like, I don't know how you recover from that one. Knocking Uh, him down like that? You don't. Kelsey's lucky. But still, it's just such a bad look. That, regardless of the outcome, now I'm not trying to compare it to like Will Smith winning the Oscar after he slapped Chris Rock, because obviously that was worse. We're talking about, you know, assault. And I do think people made a big deal of that or whatever. But anyway. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I I get it. But still, I mean, you know, whatever. I don't want to rehash that whole thing. But like the point is Will Smith went on and accepted the award afterward. Like this clearly wasn't to that level, but it could have been worse had he fallen. And I still think that it took away a little bit of the shine that should have been on Kelsey at the very least. Not going to take away from Mahomes or anything else. Yeah. Or Reed even. But I, I did think that that look 
took away or that incident took away from the way that people viewed Kelsey as far as celebrating that. Temporarily or permanently? I think probably a little more permanent than I think I don't know you're how even you forget, implying. I don't know how you forget that image. I don't think you do. You know, well, get if this was anybody else, I've been ripping Odell Beckham for years for multiple different things, but... I mean, I don't recall him ever doing that. Not even close. That's what I'm saying. Not so, like, even close. He may have done stupid things well, or been selfish. Net. Yeah, okay. He was selfish at times and said stupid things sure. and acted mature and selfish. That? Like, if he ever did that to Coughlin? Oh, my God. I don't, I don't even know what's comparable. What, Sprewell going after PJ? I mean, yeah. you just don't see that too often. And it does detract from what's an amazing moment. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. But, I mean, Kelsey did it, so he's got to own it. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, Forget about Taylor Swift, here's the real I don't know what you're, where's the Taylor Swift song? <laughs> All right, there's the Yankee too. Call the number 10, first one of many this year. We're going to hook you up. And our number is 866-540-WFAN. And that is your chance to win a pair of tickets to a Yankees 2024 home game, 866-540-9326. Also, this is cool. This is really cool. Qualify for a chance to win the grand prize trip to Yankee Spring Training in Florida. And that includes round-trip air, hotel, tickets to a game, and a VIP dinner. Awesome. Courtesy of Wendy's, the official hamburger of the New York Yankees. Baseball season. 
It's here. You know, I have not seen the Yankee stuff yet. I saw a couple things this morning. I saw your boy Alvarez. I think pitchers and catchers for the I, – I don't want to be wrong here, but I think pitchers and catchers for Yankees tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Mets today. Yes, the Mets. Well, I think the Mets showed up today. They'll do their physicals. They'll actually start – First workout is Wednesday. Yes. But I believe today is report day for so them, that, I think. I think you're right. That's why you're seeing the videos. I have not seen anything for the Yankees yet. But uh, do you get juiced up when you see uh, Diaz walking back and Alvarez year two? And... Juiced up, no. But I do love the sounds and sights of spring training. It is because, you know, we love the baseball season. As much as we love the football season, it's different. Baseball's with you every single day for the most part for the course of six months. Yep. You know, we, we you get the two teams in town. <sighs> I'm just a little down because of the expectations, the lowered expectations going into the year from the Mets' perspective. But, yeah, man, I love baseball. I wouldn't say juiced up, but excited. I start now yes. to get excited about what's around the corner. It's coming, and uh, hopefully they treat us well. You know, different expectations for the teams. Yankees still a little incomplete in the eyes of many. Including me. I mean, they didn't get the extra arm I thought they were going to get, so they have not gone all in. And the Mets, right now, to me, you know, as I've said many times on the show, strike me as, and, you know, I like to see them get JD or one of these veteran bats. They strike me as a team that's just going to really struggle. Uh, I do get the big vision. I do get the plan. And I think Stearns is speaking 3 p.m. today. Okay, so, so we'll react to that tomorrow. We'll react to that tomorrow. But uh, before you know it, guys and gals, Obviously, baseball every day. 877-337-6666. Right now, we're obviously talking shop. Super Bowl, the Chiefs, Joe in North Bergen. What's going on, Joe? Hi, guys. I listen to you every day. Uh, I never call, but I, I think Sal mentioned it. I think that missed extra point changed a lot of things. Huge. That game. Huge. I mean, you know, it's four points, and they tied it. You know, they would they would have had to go for a touchdown or it was just huge, and I thought more people would, you know, touch base with it. Well, we mentioned it. I mean, it is a big play in the no, game. No, I know you guys yeah. did. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, Joe. I mean, there's when you talk about should you take the football to start overtime, thank you for the call, Joe. Uh, you know, that's, that's a point of dissection. Uh, some of the plays that were run, you know, when a guy misses an extra point, there's really not a whole lot to say. Yeah, he screwed I mean, up. What do you want I mean, to say? Missed it. All right, well, let me ask you this way. If you had to rank the reasons the Niners lost the game, overtime decisions, Mm -hmm. special teams fumble, Mm -hmm. missed extra point. I would just say special teams. It's two things. Encompassing the the fumble and the missed extra point. Right, but we're not talking special teams. But we're not talking about the individual play. Like my point was the the fumble on special teams. Yep. To me was even worse than the missed extra point. Like, if I had to rank them, and the missed extra point was bad, obviously, because it was a significant one. Every point counts, and it matters, but that was one that took the game from a field goal game to a touchdown game, right? The difference between four and three is significant. So the missed extra point was huge, but I think that fumble on the punt, the muff punt, Uh, it it changed the entire game. I'm not disputing that, but think about this, Sal. What I say to you, like, let's say... Let's say the 49ers gave up 37 points last night. Mm-hmm. All right, and Mahomes went for 412, and he was he was obviously very good. Yeah. But he had four touchdowns, no picks, quarterback rating almost perfect. We're sitting here saying, my God, the Niners' defense was absolutely sliced up. That's the reason why they lost. Now, but there's multiple facets to that. Could have been a touchdown pass in the first quarter. Could have been two or three in the third quarter. To me, it doesn't matter if the PAT or the or the gaff on the punt mm-hmm. happens at different sequences. Special teams is why they lost that game. 
if the if if the guy I forget his name knows where he is and the ball doesn't hit his foot and ricochet and then obviously recovered all by Kansas City, all the momentum City. and feels with San Francisco yeah. as it was and the PAT. So to me, like yeah, we can you know did they make the right calls? The you know, a drop here, a, a penalty. There's no, there's no doubt. But a special teams gave an A performance last night. The Niners are champions. They're champions. I mean, even if it gave a B performance, they might be champions. You could say that, too. You know what? One or the other. Mm. Either make the extra point or don't muff the the punt. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Elliot's in Brooklyn. Elliot, BT and Sal, what's going on? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Elliot? Everything's great. I hope I can make the case that uh, Shanahan absolutely made the right call by taking the ball first, and that if Andy Reid, who said he would have deferred, had he gotten won the coin toss, he would have made the wrong call by deferring, and I'll explain why. Each team, if if the Niners score three or seven, and the Chiefs match it, there's a very good chance that happens in the overtime. Niners could have scored seven. You know, they, got, they got three, but right. the Chiefs also could have gotten three. They could have missed on a third down and settled for a field goal at some point along, which would have meant the Niners would have had the ball well, the chance to win next, the game. on a next possession win. And the idea in this overtime is to have it in the next possession wins. And that's the idea. So yeah. you can't have the ball third unless you have it first. That's what we said. That's what I said. Second, I agree. If you have the ball second, you can't have it third. I, yeah. I, I honestly don't understand the debate. Like, I saw this a little bit last night on Twitter, yeah. and I was confused as to how many people were saying he should have deferred didn't make any sense to me. And it's just typical overreacting to the result as opposed to the actual decision. You you take the ball every single time. And maybe that point, the biggest of all, is that if they match field goal to field goal, touchdown to touchdown, like the worst that should happen if you score, the worst that can happen is you, you score a touchdown is that they match. Now they could go for two and run that risk and you got to stop them. You just got to make plays here. But ideally... If you match, you're getting a ball a third time with a chance to win. That's it. Now, you could say, BT, you would go for two. Mm-hmm. That's a different story, but that's still, you got to execute. I mean, that's a big deal. <laughs> oh, man. Inside <laughs> there. I got you. 877 You don't like the George Brett jersey? 877 Did you see that documentary yet? Uh, the Brett one no. on MLB Network about two or three months ago? I you, feel you I gotta feel, see it, dude. I feel like it. Are you sure it was only two, three months ago? Or was it an older one that reared? Maybe, no, 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 no. It was new. Maybe three months ago. Maybe four. I max. feel like I saw one not too long ago on Brett. I love Jordan. Oh, Brett, so I gotta check that so out. So good. It was so good. All right, coming up. I'm holding them. I'll we'll get back to your Super Bowl calls. Obviously, eight seven seven three three seven. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 6666. But off the presses, 2025 Super Bowl odds. Ooh, I, haven't, our, I haven't seen these. Where do our Jets and Giants stack up? <laughs> I'll lay them on you coming up. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. What you just made me do, look what you just made me do. Oh, maybe one of these years we'll be watching uh, the Jets and the Giants play each other in a Super Bowl. That would be nice. Uh, probably never going to happen in our lifetime. Maybe one of them gets there soon. Although, based on these odds, not uh, not very likely here. I wouldn't want that, though. Like, we talked about this. Uh, you wouldn't want Jets versus Giants, right? I mean, I would prefer... Listen, beggars can't be choosers, no, so i got to take I what know, I can get. I know, I prefer still, not to do that. I'll tell you why. It ruins it for both sides. It you don't does. Listen, the, you know, the Giants, they have a Super Bowl run. You and I are on the fan. We're going to be able to embrace that, have fun with it, revel in it. And you don't want, at least from my perspective, you know, the, to be... <sighs> Uh, yeah, well, first of all, I wouldn't want to. Sh- I wouldn't want to share the spotlight with the Giants. Quite frankly, that's the problem. But I now, also wouldn't want to be forever disturbed by losing to them and having that held over my head forever. That's another problem. But I think that's lesser problem. of the two. Now you went through this from the other perspective in 2000, where for me, my biggest issue with the Subway Series in 2000 was that it was the first time really in my lifetime as a diehard fan yeah. that I got to experience a team that I grew up rooting for in the World Series. And it wasn't about the Mets in the World Series. It was about the Subway Series. Yeah, but you weren't on the air at that point, right? No, not even close. So, but yeah. so right. But think about being on the air, having to deal with that. Like I was, old, well, I was in Las Vegas when that was going. That was my second job. I watched the, the clincher. I was at a bar in Vegas. But the difference for you as a Yankee fan yeah. is that you experience all the other success. Like That's that true. was just like, oh, here's a different, you know, here's yeah. a variation of yeah. how we can. We're getting bored with the old yeah. conventional yeah. wins. Let's, let's, be, uh, spice let's have it up a Subway a Series, here. right? Yeah. Yeah, I got the, the World Series wasn't good enough. Let's have a Subway Series and win that. So, yep. different perspective. Now, you can relate as a Jeff fan where the Giant fan, for them, they've won Super Bowls before. Yep. And maybe it'd be fun for them to to beat the Jets. I just feel like it's a disservice to each fan base mm-hmm. to share that spotlight with each other as opposed to having it individual. Have you changed that that Met Yankee thing? Because as much I, as I don't want Jet Giants, Yankee Mets would be unbelievable. I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. On-air purposes... I think it would be tremendous to have Mets versus Yankees. But the reality, I think that I like each fan base getting to experience it on their own. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I do. I understand what you're saying. Very kind of you, Sal. Well, it's just it's but it's just a feel. Like even even with the Yankees being in it. If the if the Yankees and Mets somehow play in the Subway Series this year, it would be about the Subway Series. It wouldn't be about the Yankees being back for the first time since two thousand nine trying to win the World Series. And for the Mets, it wouldn't be the first time since 86. It would be a little part. But it would be about the Subway Series. Think about the way we would dissect every pitch. I know. For us, <laughs> yes, it makes it. Yeah. I think being on, specifically with you, makes the Subway Series more enticing. Ah, that would but be Jets, amazing. Giants, I feel like. That's different. It That's is different. different. Yep. And, nope. and I just don't like any. I, I Like, 
the the ultimate it's one thing if you if you face your rival getting to that point now obviously in this particular case it would be in the ultimate game but like Rangers Islanders be great for a round and then you move on and have your own run so I don't know I'd, I'd rather just the Jets or Giants have the spotlight to themselves all right so here's the odds for Super Bowl 59 okay would you like to guess who the favorite is by the way Shortest I can't odds. believe we're hitting Super Bowl 60 soon oh jeez <laughs> that's, that's depressing what's the first one you remember I could tell you the situation. I don't know that I could tell you the actual. I'm forgetting right, the, the, right, like the okay. numerical connection to it. The first one. Uh, I was thinking I got about you. this today. I got you. I got you. The first one that I really remember watching was Raiders, Eagles. And I remember I was in the basement with, with um, one of my buddies who I grew up with, who is no longer with us. I'm very, very sad. Very, very sad situation with what happened to him? Um, I didn't mean to go down a day. No, nah, just I just he was murdered. It was just it oh, was it murder? was bad. It was it was horrible. Jeez, I had nothing and to do with the game. I'm assuming. No, I, I lost sight. I I I no, I no. Sorry to hear. Yeah, that. it's yeah. Just I hadn't thought of him in a long time. And we're about Raiders. Who would you say? Raiders Eagles, 1980. Wow, you go back a ways. Yeah, Raiders. I mean, dude, I'm six no, years no. older than you. Yeah, I know, but you that's know. a big difference. And I picked up football a little bit later. All right, Raiders, and I remember. Eagles. You know what I remember? The, no, you know what I remember though most about that, except you know, aside from who I was with. That's 15, I think. Right, Super Bowl 15. Sounds about right okay. for me, obviously. Yeah, I remember being in my basement, and for some reason, like I didn't even carry a wallet at that point. Why would I? But I remember we each had a few dollars on us. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were betting. On the game? We were betting a buck on, hey, I'll bet you a dollar the next place of pass. Uh, I'll curve. bet you top. Well, not really behind. It's probably where it started. <laughs> I'll bet you buckets a run. And like nothing. I think we had three or four bucks each in our pocket. And by the time it was pretty much negligible, it was a push, whatever. But that that was the one. How about you? So for me, uh, I'm just looking at these now. I think my first actual memory here of a Super Bowl. Giants Broncos? No. Bengals. Niners. Boomer. Correct. Wow. And here's why I was thinking today. Now, that was 1989, yeah. right? So I was 10 years old. And you would think maybe I'd have a little bit of memories before that. But remember, my father wasn't a sports fan. Mm-hmm. And it hit me this morning why that might have been the first one that I remember. My father went to East Islip High School. Boomer Esiason. Ah, the pride. East Islip High School yeah. in the Super Bowl. Maybe he made it a point mm-hmm. to watch that. But that that's like my first memory of watching a Super Bowl was the Bengals and 49ers. Was he rooting for year. Boomer? Do you like remember him actually yeah, being I think he was like rooting for the local for guy. Booms? Yeah, rooting for the local guy. There you go. Now, can you actually visualize who was there? Do you have vivid like uh, snapshots of that? Of like my, at my house? Yeah, like the just, actual. Just, no party, just us. Yeah, I remember back watching then it was a Bud Bowl. It was that's what I mean. It was very It's evolved different. to where now it's like everybody's got a party. Now I do remember shortly going to Did you say the Bud Bowl, by the way. Yeah, Jeez. the Bud Bowl. Yeah. I love those things. Uh-huh. I was into it. it I watched the Puppy kids. Bowl yesterday with my kids. Uh, I didn't see that. That was awesome. Yeah, so those things were fun. Um and then I remember the obviously the Giants Bills. I remember Washington, Buffalo going to a party after that. Like there were still were parties, but it just became such a major thing now. Anyway, so that was my first memory probably, which was Super Bowl twenty three. 1989. 59. 60. We're, we're, we're mean, approaching geez. before All right, you know. So what do you got for the odds? Okay, hold on. My, my, uh, my screen just got to... Okay, punch it in. Here we go. Shortest odds. Who do you think has them? Shortest odds. I, I mean, probably the Chiefs, no? Niners, plus 500. Kansas City's plus 650. I'll spare the suspense. I'll get right to the Jets and the Giants. Jets. Jeez. 
Want me to take it? You want me to take a guess here? You can if you want. So the Chiefs, Keep in mind, so Niners six, are plus five hundred. You mean five to one? Five to yep. one. Chiefs six and a half to one. Jets are going to be twenty-five to one. Thirty to one. Okay. They're plus three thousand. Sandwiched between Harbaugh's Chargers and the Jaguars, who have talent. So you know, a little respect there. So Jets thirty to one. I mean, yeah. that's not a bad. Again, I hear I go talking I myself. Well, I'm thinking Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. And they are 14th in terms of shortest odds right there. Would you like to take a guess where the New York football giants reside right now? Yeah, they're going to be much higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 to 1? They are one of. No, no, not that bad. 40? Jeez, no. They are one of 14. Well, the Jets are 30, you said. Did Jets- I say 30? No, I'm sorry. The Jets are plus 3,000. Yeah, that's 30 to 1. Yeah, and right. the Giants are. Plus 15,000. 15, what? You confuse me when you say now the I'm, three to one. Now Just do the plus. All right, plus. You did this the other day. Well, you know, it's simple. <laughs> so it's if the simple. Nine, if we the, get it wrong. If the Niners are plus 500, they are five to one. Okay? Yeah. So if the Jets are plus 3,000, they are 30, 30 to, to one. one. And the Giants are plus 15,000. And the Jets are plus 30? No, the Jets are plus three thousand. 3, 3, so fifteen thousand. So what the hell? I, you can honestly, you're confusing me. Okay, <laughs> for the sake of moving not... on, <laughs> the Jets are plus three thousand. They have the fourteenth shortest odds. The Giants are plus fifteen thousand, sandwiched between the Titans and the Panthers uh, at plus fifteen thousand. So wouldn't that be one fifty to one? All I know is it's plus fifteen thousand. Right. <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> I, I mean, as much as we know about gambling, how do we get confused on this stupid little minutiae? Uh, I don't know. Come well, on, why can't man? they just list a damn thing? 30 to 1, uh, 15 to true. 1, whatever it may it, be. What, here's what it means. I, I, If you bet $100 for the Giants to win the Super Bowl and they win, you win 15000 Who's in between? Give me somebody in between. Like, is there um, a... In between... 10000 to 1 is okay, who? Okay, 10000 would be the Steelers and the Broncos. Yep. And Commanders, Pats, Titans, Giants, all the plus 15000 Panthers plus 25,000. Yeah, I got to figure out these. Uh, Giants have the sh- 31, 31st longest odds. Yeah, so that might be 31st. one. I think it is 150 to one. I was saying. It sounds that I way. I said 50 to one. Ah, who the hell knows? Either way, it's long odds. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, now I'm confused. But, hey, listen. All you know is if the Giants win it, it's a minor miracle. Hop, if you could bring any clarity to this at some point, we would like to maybe figure that out. What what exactly the odds are on 150? Well, no, would you say 15,000? Uh, uh, yeah, 15,000 15, to one. Plus 15,000. Yeah. Yeah. So they're long <laughs> enough to probably not even waste time throwing 100 bucks on unless they have a sick off season. Right. And then the odds will change. Jerry's up in the Bronx. What up, Jerry? BT, what's happening, buddy? Hello, Jerry. What's going on, man? Ciao. Jerry! <laughs> Guys, you blowtorched Buck Showalter last week. Let me tell you, man, that, the odds of that guy getting back on your show, you got a better chance of squeezing water out of a rock. Glad you caught that. You. Glad you caught that because I did blowtorch him. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, hold on, Jerry. Jerry, hold on, Jerry. Jerry, clarity purposes. You're talking about when he was actually on with us or when we talked about it the next day? I thought we were very fair about it. The next day. The next oh, gotcha. day. Gotcha. Oh, my God. I don't even want to repeat it. <laughs> I don't even want to repeat it. Yeah, he was, he was all, all ornery that day. He's never coming on again. Hey, Mike. Mary Buckman. Yeah, well, get, put it this way, Jerry. I knew what I said, and I knew that there would be ramifications from it potentially, and I don't give a crap. You're crazy, but you're not stupid. He said nothing right? when he was on with us anyway. Buck gave us nothing. Nothing. He should be Italian. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, He's like an that. Italian guy. 
anyway, let me tell you something. I'm not comparing myself. <laughs> what, not ratting? Yeah, I got I'm you. not comparing myself to a, an NFL player, but let me tell you, that he, that muff of that punt really changed the complexion of the game. Now, I returned punts in high school. And the first thing you've got to do when a player on your team is running towards you, he's got to pick up where the player is that's picking up, that's going to be receiving the punts. Because then he knows in the direction where that ball is landing. Do things happen? Of course they do. So what happened was he turned around, if you look at the player, and it hit his leg on a fly. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be able to pick up that ball. You have to know where it is. When you're running towards the player that's receiving, it's like you're playing the outfield. Okay, you got to see where that ball is going to land. Yeah, but hold on now, Jerry. It, yeah, Jerry, it, it, it's a little so, bit different though. Yeah, you're playing the outfield. The only difference is it's, <laughs> the ball's circular, so it's going to bounce at a fairly predictable spot. Oh, Good luck catching a football off that wacky hop. BT, that's a, that's an unusual situation. But I, like I said, if it hit him on a fly, then it's his fault. If it hit on a bounce then there's nothing you could do. The second thing is, let me tell you, Spagnolo. and what are the odds of a defensive coordinator making the Hall of Fame? Four Super Bowls? Let me tell you something. The Giants made a big mistake when they got rid of Spagnolo. The adjustments that guy made, not even in this game, but what about the Ravens game? Okay? He's one of the outstanding defensive coordinators yep. in the NFL. Oh, ever. Ever. Not, not, not ever. 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 Yeah, I agree with that. Spags. Nice guy, too. I had the chance to work with him a little bit. That's NY. How was he on TV? He was was good. He came. I don't know if he worked there regularly. He just had a couple of guest appearances. But I remember a nice guy. He was wearing one of the Super Bowl rings, too, back at the time. Just trying to look at his, uh, where he was at. So, obviously, he left the Giants the first time to go to the uh, the Rams. Then in St. Louis as a head coach. Uh, he left the second time. How many years did he get there? Two or three? Uh, With the Rams. B- 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 three. Okay. Okay. Let me just make sure that that's, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to look at how many games he was there for, but it has three years. Oh, nine, 10, and 11. Mm-hmm. Then went to New Orleans. Then back to the Giants to be D coordinator in 15 and in 16. And took over when they fired McAdoofus right at the time. Yep. To be the interim head coach of the Giants. Yeah, because Shermer was after that. Yep. I believe. And then took a year off, 2018. That's probably when I hung out with him during the TV thing. Uh, actually, maybe not. Maybe he came in because I remember he was wearing red for Kansas City. And he's been with Kansas City ever since. That long, huh? Damn, dude. What 2019, 20, 21, 22, 23. What a life. He is a genius. He is a big game genius. You only get that, one, it. You get that one opportunity. Hey, I mean, who's to say the Giants shouldn't have hired him as their head coach? Yeah, I mean, you know? but you just, yeah. I'm not I saying know, he couldn't so, have succeeded, but well, he just strikes me as a more of a D.C. I get it, but he got the one opportunity with St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see his overall record here. Uh, it he wasn't went, good. Who was his quarterback geez, here, too? Dude. Hold on. No, he had a rough, rough run. Oh, well, didn't they draft Bradford eventually? Was that he, it? They went one What in year fi- did he go there? I'm sorry. Oh, nine. 9 they went 1-15. I think that was Bradford. Then 7-9. and nine, And then 2-14. and 14. So when you go 7-9, and nine, then you take a step back like that. It, there's nothing that you could really communicate to management that says we're going in the right and, direction. And one and three with the Giants as interim. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't knock them not hiring them off of that. You're right. But, but think so, about that. I mean, are, I'm sure we're missing some old-timers. Are there any just coordinators in the Hall of Fame? Because that I was Jerry's know. point. I don't know the answer. I think that. that's a great point. 
I mean, Belichick could be in as a whole as a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator and head coach. You know, I know for what he did against the Buffalo Bills, but you don't need to do that because he's going to go in as the head coach. Who I mean, would you think say about best coordinators in your mind off the top of your head, like defensively, since you've been watching. Specs? Well, just in general, like who comes to mind? Like for me, Rex comes to mind. Um, yeah, certainly Spags comes to mind right away. I mean, Billick was a great offensive coordinator with Minnesota. Yeah, weird, I know, though. I know. Then, I'm then, just saying. That Ravens team I'm trying to think of these, defense. You know, people that come to mind as great coordinators. Uh, coordinators. Coordinators. You put Martindale in there? I was thinking of Wink. I mean, is he top, top? It's close. Romeo Cornell. I know he got as a coordinator, as a head coach, but. Yeah, he, he bombed as a coach. You know, maybe. 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 I mean, Spags, man. He's been doing it for a long time and successful as, as he's been. Mm hmm. About Nathaniel Hackett. Is he going to get in there? 877 337 BT and Sal mm. on the fan. Coming up one more hour. Super Bowl Monday on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.